Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. Glad we get to be here today together and just sharing this time. I hope you are having a lovely day. Um, It is perfect fall day here today, and I actually was just out with my four-year-old. We went to the park and it was a little too chilly for the park, but we went anyway because just really been trying to get outside every day, try to dress for the weather, which we didn't, so we didn't last long at the park, but it was just so beautiful. So many leaves that had fallen at the park, just this carpet of crunchy yellow, orange, a little bit of red mixed in there, and it was so beautiful the way the light was shimmering off of everything, and we had a leaf fight um, where we just threw leaves at each other and it was in our hair and we were laughing and it was just this like perfectly wonderful moment and then he said I'm way too cold and kind of melted down a little and we ran to the car so nothing is perfect but it was just this lovely moment so I just hope for you something beautiful like that in your day even if there's a lot of hard moments Um, just some lovely moment like that. Maybe you have to do something to make it happen. It's put down whatever else you're doing and just have a leaf fight (laughs) with your kid. Um, maybe you have a baby and don't throw leaves at their face. Perhaps that's not the best choice, but anyway, whatever would work well for you. I just want to encourage you before we even dive into the episode to just choose to make time for some sort of beautiful moment like that where you just really soak into that moment with that person. It's a normal day, but you can make it wonderful and beautiful and have some just lovely things in it. So that's totally aside from the episode. I just was thinking that as I sat down to record and I just want to encourage you all to make time for that today. Before we do jump in, I want to share this verse of the day versus the episode. Um, I've probably used this one before, but it's one of my favorites. Um, John 16, 33, that says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And I think this is just such a good one to keep coming back to over and over. Jesus just reminding us, like, yes, this life isn't going to be perfect. There's going to be sicknesses. There's going to be natural disasters. There's going to be minor annoyances and major tragedies. 
this life is hard, but because of Jesus, because he's overcome the world, because everything will one day be made right through him, we can have peace. So hopefully that is encouraging to you today. Hopefully that's what you needed to hear. And I do think it kind of ties in. I didn't choose it. I just chose it because it's a verse I've been thinking of, but I do think it kind of ties in to what I want to talk about a little bit today. As always, the episode is coming from things that I've been working on, things that I've been thinking through and dealing with. So I don't know if this ever happens to you. Maybe it doesn't, but every so often I feel like I just get kind of overwhelmed, overwhelmed by the number of things on my to-do list, overwhelmed by all the areas in life I'd like to be growing and I'm not and maybe it's two steps forward and five steps back um, not not how I want it to look and so it can just feel so easy to get overwhelmed to get discouraged to look at your to-do list and just think there's no way I can even how will I ever do all of that and just kind of feel frozen just kind of feel stuck and end up not getting anything done, not really growing in any of those areas you want to grow in because it just feels like there's so much. And I think the internet really doesn't help us with this because anytime you open anything, any social media, even just Google and you Google something, anything, you're just reminded of all the areas you're not excelling in, all the areas you could be doing better So that would be my first suggestion is spend less time on the internet. If you can, that will help some with those feelings. But I also wanted to just kind of share what I've been doing that has been really helping, and that's to choose one thing. I'm going to elaborate a whole bunch here, but to just narrow your focus. Instead of looking at the whole to-do list, instead of looking at your entire life and all the ways you want to grow and learn and change and improve, narrow your focus. That's going to really help with that overwhelmed feeling, or at least for me it does. Choose one thing. And there are a couple of areas I want to apply that to, so I'm going to sort of go one at a time on this idea of choosing one thing. So the first is the to-do list. All of the things, the call and make a doctor's appointment for this child, the pay your car registration, um, all of the things. Your list probably looks different than mine, but there's so many things, things that are urgent, things that are important, things that are both urgent and important, things that aren't urgent but really do matter to you to maybe start reading a certain book with your kids or whatever it is. I think we all have, whether it's on paper or in your brain, a lot of ideas of things that need done. Maybe you are not a list person like I am. I am a list person. Um, I actually was sitting at a park the other day. I had been playing with my kids and then I sat down to just let them play and I had brought my stacks of to-do lists and I was compiling all of the to-do lists. just like consolidating into one list because there were all these things I'd written lists and done half the things and had all this stuff left and I was talking to another mom and she said oh I do that too so maybe this is a moment where you're saying oh I do that too maybe you're laughing at how ridiculous I am to 
have a pile of to-do lists, but either way, I think we all have lots of tasks, lots of things that need done, and it can just feel insurmountable when you look at the list and there's so many things on there. And so I just want to challenge us with kind of this perspective shift and then some practical ideas. The first thing though is I want to finish my to-do list. That's that's how my brain works. But I've been really trying to make peace with this idea of it will never be done. I will never be done with my to-do list. And I don't mean that to sound demoralizing because I know it can, but this is actually kind of a hopeful idea because I'm never going to be done. Like I, when I die, I'll be done. And I am not really trying to rush towards that. You know, I, I've got a lot of life left to live and I, and I'm excited for that. So as long as you're alive, there are going to be things to do, things on your to-do list, things that need done by you. And so because it will never just be done, I don't have to look at it that way. I don't have to look at that list as something I need to finish today or this week or this month. So because I'm not trying to get it all done, get every single thing checked off the list, I don't have to try to finish it. I can take that pressure off and just focus on making consistent progress because there's always going to be new things added to it. So if I'm just trying to get done, I'm going to always feel frustrated because there's always more being added. So if I can just think about it as a, I'm moving some things off the list by finishing them. Other things are getting added, but that's okay. It's part of life to have things to do. I'm glad I have things to do and I'm not just sitting around bored. So the idea of just make progress, don't try to finish everything, don't try to force yourself into this finishing everything on the list, um, reminds me of the old proverb, maybe it's not old, I don't know, I'm not sure the origins, but the idea of how do you eat an elephant, one bite at a time, you can't sit down and eat a whole elephant, I wouldn't want to anyway, that sounds pretty awful, but metaphor. How do you accomplish this humongous task? You do it one bite at a time. So same thing with this idea of our list. And like I said, there's always new things being added. So as you're eating part of the elephant, it's like regenerating. So the goal is not really to finish. The goal is just to make progress. So I just want to challenge you and free you with this idea that you can stop measuring success by having everything completed start measuring success by moving forward if you're moving forward that's success you don't have to end your day discouraged and defeated because you didn't get it all done so a thing that has been really helping me is to at the beginning of the day i choose one thing to get done that day now i'm not saying like The one thing was feed my kids breakfast. I'm done. Um, I mean, like, in addition to daily life and normal things, your work, your feeding people in your family, laundry dishes, whatever other are, like, your normal daily things. I'm talking about from that that to-do list, that list of phone calls you need to make or people you need to contact, tasks you need to get done that are kind of outside of that daily realm of 
habits that you need to do on a daily basis. So just choose one thing. Maybe it's make this one phone call. Fill out this one form for my kid for school. Um, Contact this one office to start the process for whatever. Uh, Maybe you have a house project you're working on and it feels overwhelming. So instead of trying to get the whole thing, you break it down and you say, okay, today I'm just going to research online what materials I need. Maybe tomorrow you choose, go to the store and buy those materials and, and so on. So choose one thing each day. If you get that thing done, that's success. It really has been helping me to just think, okay, one thing, if I get that one thing done, I'm moving forward. That's better than feeling overwhelmed and to the point that you just sit still. You're getting that one thing done. You can count it as success. You feel accomplished. You did it. A lot of times it really does lead to, okay, I did one thing. I've got some momentum. I can do a couple of other small tasks. But honestly, some days I just get that one thing done because kids are crazy or the weather's beautiful and we go outside or whatever unexpected things might happen. So choosing just one thing and saying, if I get this done, I'm moving forward. It's better than nothing. So even if it doesn't snowball effect into you getting other things done, you can count it as a win. And then you feel like, yes, I'm making progress. I'm winning. I'm doing these things. And that makes you more likely to actually be able to do it again the next day instead of waking up the next day just dreading oh there's all these things and I haven't done any of it I didn't get anything done yesterday choose one thing from your list to accomplish that day one goal the second area I want to focus on this idea of choosing one thing and I kind of talked about at the beginning is I feel like it can be so easy and so tempting to look at your life and see all the areas you'd like to grow in, to make progress in. Again, the internet doesn't help with this. Maybe it's your relationships. Maybe you feel like you need to do some investing in building your relationship with your kids, with your husband, with friends, with family, work relationships, whatever it is. Maybe it's your home. You feel like, oh, I need to get a handle on decluttering or a better cleaning system or organizing or just some kind of better system for something. Maybe it's your health or wellness. Maybe you feel like, oh, I need to eat more fruits and veggies. I need to move more and get outside and exercise and just feel better. I need to get more sleep and stop watching TV so late at night. Or maybe it's something kind of intellectual, like I want to study this more. I want to read this book. I want to grow in this. Or something personal, like I want to get back to a habit of doing some gratitude journaling or whatever it is first thing in the morning. Or some other kind of journaling or some sort of like practice that's just helping you on a personal level. And it can feel like all of these and more are areas you'd like to grow in. You'd like to be better at, you'd like to improve in, you'd like to change how you're doing things. And that again can just feel so overwhelming to the point where we do nothing to the point where we just sit there and say, uh, I can't. I guess I'm just going to give up and stay where I am. In the intro to this podcast, every time it talks about, like, 
there's this middle ground between being a hot mess mom or a Pinterest perfect mom. And the Pinterest perfect mom has all these areas figured out and she doesn't really exist, of course, but sometimes online she looks like she does. And the hot mess mom says, well, there's too much. I just give up. I'm not gonna try to grow in any of these areas because I'm overwhelmed. And that's very understandable. That's very normal to feel that way. So what I want to challenge you with here is to, again, just choose one thing. I remember reading somewhere, some sort of habits expert, I can't quote it, I don't remember where it was, I tried to look it up and couldn't find it, but someone talking about choose one area to grow and let everything else be in maintenance mode. So whatever it normally is, just let it be that way and it's okay. Choose one area for this month or for this quarter of the year where you're just trying to make specific focused growth in that one area. If you're trying to grow in all these areas at once, you're going to burn out. You're not going to actually make significant progress. So choose one thing, one area that you want to grow in and focus on that. Let everything else be how it is. Grow in that one area. And then after a month, after a quarter, after whatever amount of time, when you feel like you've made some progress and made new habits, then choose one other area. Let everything else be in maintenance mode. Choose something else where you're trying to focus and grow. Because if we're trying to do it all, we'll do it all poorly. So that's the idea. Choose one area to grow in. And I just want to challenge all of us. If you trying to decide which one area to grow in, I have a suggestion, you don't have to take it. Um, We're all probably pretty familiar with the story of Mary and Martha. If you're not, I'm just going to read it real quick. It's super short, but um, this is from Luke chapter 10, and it starts in verse 38. So it says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you're worried and upset about many things. Have you ever felt worried and upset about many things? I am raising my hand with you. Um, But few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So this passage is, you know, it's all over the place. You've probably heard it talked about many, 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 many times. So I'm not going to go super in-depth. All I'm going to say here with this is this idea at the end. Mary has chosen what is better. She's chosen this one thing that matters most. So... If you are trying to decide what one thing, what one area you're going to choose first to grow in, I would just say, let it be your time with Jesus. Let it be just taking some time to sit at his feet every day. So this, it's central to the rest of life, right? If you don't have that peace we talked about at the beginning, you're going to feel frazzled. You're going to feel upset. So choosing to say the one area I'm going to focus on growing in right now 
is just spending time sitting at Jesus's feet like Mary and just listening to what he said. That's, that's what it says here. So maybe for you that just looks like you read one Bible chapter a day. Maybe it looks like you read three verses a day. <laughs> um, maybe it looks like you turn on the audio Bible on your phone. There's tons of different options and you listen to it every day while you're feeding the baby. Or maybe it means you set some sort of alarm on your phone and just pray for five minutes while you're doing whatever you're doing. Um, it doesn't have to be this huge hours every day kind of thing. I think we sometimes make it out to be that and so we don't do it. It can be a small time commitment, but starting with that one thing, saying this is the one thing I'm going to do each day is to spend some time sitting at Jesus's feet. I remember reading in a book, I think it was the book on super mommy by Maggie Combs, where she said, it's okay to let the dishes crust in the sink at the end of the day. If you haven't yet spent time sitting at the feet of Jesus, like what's more important. And you can combine these in all sorts of ways. You can pray while you're washing the dishes. You can listen to the Bible while you're washing the dishes, but it's okay to let that be something that waits and your time with Jesus to be something that comes first. So maybe you already are spending consistent time sitting at the feet of Jesus as it were every day and maybe you want to choose to focus on a different growth area right now. That's fine. Um, I, wherever you are and whatever you feel like you need to grow in, that's just my what has been helping me to have that be right now, that's the thing I'm focusing on, is making sure every day I'm having that time, whether it's long or short, whatever it looks like, because that's also going to affect everything else in my life. So two kind of application questions here. Um, the first would be what one growth area do you want to focus on for the next month or week or quarter or year, whatever it is, so to just kind of decide that for yourself, what's the one area you're going to focus on growing for the next chunk of time? And the other question, what's one item on your to-do list that you want to tackle today? Not all the things, just one item. I hope this idea of narrowing your focus helps whenever you're kind of feeling overwhelmed. You can come back to this episode and listen to it in the future. If you have other times where you're just feeling overwhelmed to the point of inaction. Thank you for taking this time to be here today. I just hope that this episode was encouraging and helpful. And if it was, would you just share it with a friend? Just put it on social media, text it to someone, tell someone about it. It just helps the podcast reach more people and be more encouraging. Thank you all so much for being here today, friends.